everyone, and welcome to the Wellness Farm Podcast. This is your go-to podcast for all things wellness and mental health. I'm your host, Ari, and I am a wellness content creator, licensed pharmacist, and functional nutrition counselor. We're going to deep dive into what brainwaves are and how we can manipulate them to our advantage using substances. So these can be supplements, they can be prescription medications, or even illegal substances which I will be discussing. And just a quick disclaimer, I obviously don't condone any illegal drug activity, but I do encourage you to look past the laws and the picture that the media has created and really just look at the substance and the pharmacological effect. We need to appreciate the science of all substances that are not legal yet because it's worth discussing. Typically, illegal substances tend to transition over to prescription medication that is then used therapeutically. So maybe we will use them in the future as possible therapy options. I don't know, at this point, anything in life is possible. So let's get right into it. Brainwaves are electrical impulses generated by our brains. And we have five different brainwaves, gamma, beta, alpha, theta, and delta. And each of these brainwaves correspond to different mental states and activities. So let's just discuss each one a little bit more because they are so cool. It's like my latest obsession. Gamma waves have the highest frequency and they're usually associated with focus, peak cognitive performance, and heightened perception. They range between 25 to 100 hertz and they are the fastest and most powerful brain waves observed in humans. They're usually associated with attention, memory, perception, and problem solving. When gamma waves are present in your brain, your neurons will fire in a very coordinated manner. And this allows for really efficient communication and information processing. And this is because gamma waves help you basically integrate information from different brain regions. So it makes sense that these waves enhance cognition, perception, and overall brain function. Studies have shown that experienced meditators, really elite athletes, and individuals who can maintain that flow state during meditations often exhibit increased gamma wave activity. And these individuals demonstrate exceptional, like amazing concentration, enhanced sensory perception, and a heightened sense of awareness. So ketamine, which is a prescription drug, you may have heard about it being used recreationally, but it is a prescription drug and it's very respected in the mental health space. This has shown to increase gamma wave activity. So studies done on ketamine indicated that taking ketamine can lead to increased gamma oscillations in certain brain regions, which is probably why for anyone who has done ketamine, I mean, I have done it under a prescription a couple times, it really helps you think through your issues and have those aha moments about life. And the reason why this happens is because there is a coordinated firing of your interconnected neural networks. Also, ketamine has an effect on glutamate, which is a major neurotransmitter involved in neural communication. Now, going back to what gamma waves do for us, in addition to meditation and flow states, gamma waves have actually been linked to moments of insight, creative inspiration, and peak performance. So it's a really great type of um, brainwave to utilize when you 
want to get creative, when you want inspiration, when you want to kind of just think of something outside of the box, I guess. Unfortunately, gamma waves are not always present in the brain and they're typically observed during specific cognitive tasks or um, whenever you're doing something that requires heightened mental activity. They are more commonly observed in individuals who are experts, honestly, people who are experts, people who are athletes, or people who have done extensive meditation training. Now let's move on to beta waves because these are very interesting. So these are associated with our waking state and active concentration. So if you've ever experienced a state of hyper alertness, you are likely in a beta wave state. And while beta waves are essential for focus and problem solving, you don't want too much of it just because excessive beta wave activity can actually lead to anxiety and stress. So what we do want is a balance, right? Everything in life, you want a balance. So to achieve a balanced beta wave state, meditation techniques like breath awareness can be very helpful. Um, you know, stress reduction practices in your daily routine, like exercise, deep breathing exercises, and adequate sleep can contribute to a healthier beta wave balance. One of my favorite prescription medications as a pharmacist that I just, I really admire the way that it works is modafinil. Modafinil is fascinating, you guys. Modafinil is a prescription medication that is classified as a eugoric or wakefulness promoting agent. And it's commonly prescribed to treat sleep disorders like narcolepsy, obstructive sleep apnea, and shift work sleep disorder. So modafinil works by affecting certain neurotransmitters in the brain like dopamine, norepinephrine, and orexin. And these all play roles in regulating wakefulness and alertness. And the reason why you may have not heard of modafinil as much is because it is classified as a Schedule IV controlled substance in the U.S. In Mexico, you can buy it over the counter, but in the U.S., it is a Schedule IV controlled substance. So um, that just means it has a lower potential for abuse compared to substances in higher schedules. So I kind of want to tie in how beta waves relate to modafinil. Beta waves are associated with active mental engagement, focus, and concentration. And there isn't any conclusive evidence on how modafinil specifically affects beta wave activity, but some studies suggest that it may enhance cognitive function and increase wakefulness, potentially leading to heightened beta wave activity. The stimulant properties of modafinil are also thought to contribute to these effects. Now, since we are talking about modafinil and how it does increase beta wave activity, I think this is a great segue to talk about alpha waves because modafinil has an effect on alpha waves too. So alpha waves are often associated with a calm mind, creativity, and a sense of inner peace. It is my favorite. I think it's okay. I have like, I, I love all the brain waves, but I would have to say lately alpha, alpha waves have been saving me like in terms of anxiety or just negative thinking or just being down, alpha waves have been amazing for my brain. So they are usually present in your brain during light meditation and during daydreaming. When you're daydreaming about something that you love, something that makes you happy, and you're just like in another world, right? That's when you have alpha waves in your brain. And one effective method to enhance alpha waves 
is through mindfulness meditation by directing our attention to the present moment and just you know being aware having no judgment being aware we can increase alpha wave activity and experience a state of relaxation and clarity and there's other ways we can increase alpha wave activity in our brains too like you know listening to very relaxing music or engaging in different creative activities like painting for example these can all promote alpha wave synchronization in the brain now on the topic of modafinil it is possible that modafinil's wake promoting properties may indirectly influence alpha waves by promoting wakefulness and attentiveness and this could impact the balance between alpha and other brainwave activities so like i said alpha waves are associated with a relaxed and alert state of mind and it often occurs during wakeful relaxation or meditation but something that I have been using is L-theanine because L-theanine is believed to increase alpha wave activity by acting on various neurotransmitters and receptors in the brain. And for those of you who don't know, L-theanine is an amazing, amazing amino acid that is naturally found in tea, but you can actually take it as a supplement, like in capsule or gummy form. Um, and it's just so great at promoting relaxation and a calm mind. So one of the key mechanisms by which L-theanine influences alpha waves is through its interaction with the neurotransmitter GABA. Um, GABA stands for gamma aminobutyric acid, and L-theanine has been found to enhance GABA levels in the brain, which can have calming effects and promote a state of relaxation. I posted on Instagram a couple days ago about L-theanine and how it has been so helpful for anxiety and um, depression and overactive thoughts and Honestly, taking L-theanine with ashwagandha has been really helping me. Um, so if these are also things that you are struggling with, obviously ask your pharmacist or doctor if it's okay to take. Usually L-theanine is pretty safe. I mean, it's a naturally occurring amino acid. Um, it's found in tea, like I said, so it is pretty harmless. Um, it's also found in matcha, which is why you feel so, so calm and energized after drinking matcha. But um, I really do encourage you to look into L-theanine to promote alpha brainwave activity because it has been so amazing and helpful for me personally. Now we are going to discuss theta waves, which are definitely up there in my list of favorites. Um, so theta waves are present during deep meditation, hypnosis, and dream states. And theta waves are associated with deep relaxation, enhanced creativity, and a sense of spiritual connection. Um, I think this is why I think theta waves are so beautiful in the sense where you can really unlock a deeper level within yourself and get in touch with your soul, honestly, your soul and your subconscious by increasing theta wave activity in the brain. So accessing the theta state can be profoundly beneficial for personal growth and self-exploration. And that is why if you are into manifesting or, you know, praying or whatever you want to call it, it is always best to get yourself a little sleepy, like as if you're about to fall asleep and then manifest because that is when you have the most theta wave activity in your brain. And that is when you are most in touch with your subconscious. 
One powerful way to stimulate theta wave activity is through meditation techniques like guided imagery or visualization. By guiding our minds into this like dreamlike state and engaging our senses, we can actually tap into the potential of theta waves for personal transformation. Okay, so here is where we're going to get a little crazy. So theta waves are associated with states of deep relaxation, you know, meditation, creativity, and dreaming. And there is a, a particular substance that does profoundly increase theta wave activity in the brain. It is a Schedule One controlled substance in the U.S., um, but it is so fascinating to read about and to study, and it's called DMT. DMT is short for dimethyltryptamine, and it's a naturally occurring psychedelic compound found in certain plants and animals. It's also actually produced in your pineal gland in the brain, so it is produced endogenously in humans. Um, and so DMT is known for its powerful hallucinogenic properties, and it usually will induce these really profound and intense visual and auditory experiences. It has been used for centuries in different indigenous rituals and spiritual practices, and it continues to be the subject of a lot of just scientific and cultural interest because it has such unique effects on consciousness and there's so many different ways we can use it therapeutically. It's also interesting how it is so great at increasing theta wave brain activity because it puts you in this like dreamlike state. So um, what I mean by that is that DMT is particularly interesting because it gives you a preview of what it's like to have a near-death experience and it's been proposed that dmt may be released in the brain from the pineal gland like i said before during moments of extreme stress or near-death situations and that can potentially contribute to the vivid and just profound experiences reported by individuals who have gone through those events so really quick story time, one time I was speaking to this guy who actually did do DMT re recreationally and he was telling me what his experience was like and he literally said that like he took it and he was basically in that state for maybe five or ten minutes but to him it seemed like he he literally lived another life you guys he lived another life like 30 years he lived through and he had a wife he had a kid and i guess like he was crossing the street one day in this dreamlike state and a bus hit him and ran him over and then he woke up from his dmt experience but what's so crazy is that he was thinking about his wife and his kid who he actually was really depressed and sad about um you know obviously they didn't exist in this world but he went to like another parallel universe where he did have a wife and kid and he was really sad that he lost them and then he told me oh my god sorry this is like such a crazy story and there's so much to it but i'm just going to give you the rundown and then he told me that in this life you know a couple weeks later he was like wow, I really miss my wife. And he manifested her um, and they actually, like she existed as a person in this world, in this life. And they did date, you guys. They dated for like a couple weeks 
and then they broke up because they were so incompatible and just like it was not going well after like two or three weeks um and it's just like so crazy that he literally met the same person that he was with during his dmt trip you know he didn't know this person existed and then he manifested her in this life and it didn't work out but in that universe it did work out and they had a kid together but then he died so oh my gosh i'm going down a rabbit hole i'm sorry but like do you guys ever wonder if there is an alternate universe and maybe you did get what you wanted Maybe you did live a certain life that you have always thought about living, but then maybe your life was cut short or maybe something really tragic happened. And then it kind of like pushes you to this universe where I don't, oh my gosh, I don't know. I think, I, I personally think there are multiple realities happening at once. And I think that the story that this guy told me just, totally proved my whole point it's like what if what you wanted could very well happen to you in an alternate universe but there's a reason why you're not getting it in this universe maybe it's because you're living longer maybe it's because in this universe you are experiencing even more i don't know there's always a reason for things that happen and yeah, I don't know. It's just, it's very interesting. Um, okay, where, where, where were we? So I did want to explain why um, DMT works the way it does. I kind of want to get into the science behind it. There is one theory that proposes that DMT acts on these serotonin receptors in the brain. So it acts on serotonin receptors, including the 5-HT2A receptor, and that's known to modulate neural activity and contribute to different states of consciousness. And so by interacting with these receptors, DMT can induce changes in your neural firing patterns and potentially enhance theta wave activity, thus putting you in a dreamlike state. But you know, if you don't want to do DMT, <laughs> no, but really, um, obviously, you know, we can't get it easily because it's a, it's a schedule one controlled substance. So um, there's other ways we can really tap into theta. And one of my favorite ways is forcing yourself to stay in this dreamlike state that we're in right before we fall asleep. And this is like, I know you experienced it. This is where we kind of hallucinate and hear things. You know when you're like falling asleep and you hallucinate seeing something or you hallucinate hearing like a really sudden sound and then you jump right back up and you wake up? That's what I mean. And it takes a lot of training. I This is something that I've been like actively trying to work on. I try to stick around in that sleepy like state. Sometimes it's hard because I fall asleep. Um, but another really great way of achieving that is through meditation. If, if you're a really good meditator, you can instantly, yeah, probably instantly go into a theta wave state. Um, wow. I really aspire to be like that because then I can manifest anything in the world. <laughs> um, but you know, obviously we don't have access to those, those, uh, substances that that really do increase theta wave activity we can do it 
We can do it by sneaking around um, before we fall asleep. And also we can take supplements that support theta wave brain activity. I mean, these supplements are not like DMT, you guys. They just support theta wave brain activity. So I don't even know if it's something that you will specifically notice, but it's kind of cool that they do help with theta wave activity in the brain. So the first one is Bacopa monieri. Bacopa is an herb traditionally used in Ayurvedic medicine. It has been studied for cognitive enhancing properties and it does have indirect effects on theta wave activity because it promotes relaxation and it helps reduce anxiety. The second one is ginkgo biloba. Ginkgo is really great for your brain function overall. It helps increase alertness and it increases um it increases blood flow to the brain, so that could indirectly influence theta wave activity. L-theanine um, kind of kind of has an effect on theta wave activity, definitely not as much as DMT or bacopa, but it's there. And the last one is omega-3 fatty acids. Omega-3 fatty acids aren't going to put you in a dreamlike state, but they are great for your brain health, which may indirectly impact your brainwave frequencies, including theta waves. So finally, we arrive at delta waves. Delta waves are the slowest brainwaves that occur during deep sleep and unconscious states. And delta waves are crucial, you guys. They're really important for restorative sleep, physical healing, and just overall rejuvenation. And instead of attempting to manipulate delta waves directly, I think it's really a good idea to focus on creating an optimal sleep environment and establishing healthy sleep habits um, because this can just help promote deep and restful sleep. And this, you know, examples are maintaining a consistent sleep schedule, practicing relaxation techniques before bedtime, and ensuring just an overall comfortable sleep. Another way, though, um, is actually through binaural beats. Binaural beats are created by playing two slightly different frequencies in each ear. There is a lot of binaural beats on YouTube that you can listen to. So when you listen to it and it's perceived by your brain, it creates a perception of a third beat known as the binaural beat. Different frequency ranges of binaural beats are associated with specific mental states and they can have varying effects on brainwave activity. So if you really want to increase delta wave activity in the brain, you can listen to binaural beats in the 0.5 to 4 hertz range. Literally just go on YouTube and type in delta wave binaural beats. And if you listen to it with headphones, it's really going to help you fall asleep and stay asleep. So binaural beats in the delta range are associated with deep sleep and relaxation, and they're believed to promote restorative sleep, enhance physical rejuvenation, and induce a state of deep relaxation. So if you ever have had an issue um, with falling asleep or staying asleep, and you're overtaking supplements, you don't want to take a prescription medication, you should really try this. Um, just literally go on YouTube. There's so many binaural beats videos. I play binaural beats videos when I'm just like cleaning or sometimes when I'm driving, I will listen to binaural beats um, because it's so good for your brain and it's a really great way to manipulate your brainwave activity. And they have different ones too on YouTube. You can type in like delta wave binaural beats, theta wave binaural beats, alpha wave, and it does help support your brainwave activity. 
Well, you guys, thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode. I thought it was such a cool episode. I was really excited to record it. I was actually recording and I was almost done and then my laptop completely died. I've been having a lot of issues in the month of June, one of them being electronics. So I might have to get a new laptop because my laptop completely just shut down. Um, and I was like, no, I'm very excited for this episode. So I grabbed an extra laptop I had laying around and I was like, I'm literally going to re-record it. It's 10, 14 PM right now, way past my bedtime. I still haven't edited the podcast episode, but that's what happens when you're passionate about something. It doesn't really matter. Um, I also feel like I started out this podcast on like how to build discipline and how to do self-care. And now I'm like, let's get into some crazy topics. I just, I like educating you guys on cool ways we can take care of ourselves. And sometimes I like to add some extra substance or drug education in there just so that you're more aware and can see the science behind how some of these fascinating substances work. So it's all educational, but I hope you love it. Um, If you do love this podcast episode, then definitely leave me a five-star review. It really helps out with the podcast. Next week, I have a podcast episode with a very interesting guest. So be sure to stay tuned for that. And I will talk to you soon. Oh, I feel-